In a rapidly expanding omniverse of sci-fi content, two Terrans try to make sense of it all. From the latest to the greatest to the most thought-provoking science fiction content on the screen, we bring you Crowded Space Podcast. In this episode 15, <laughs> Boss from the Past. And I'm your host, Eric. <laughs> and I'm your other host, Jared. See how that went? Perfect. Smooth. <laughs> So, sir, what do we have today? What are we talking about? We're talking about Buckaroo Banzai, the cult classic from 1984. Yeah, it was an hour and 43 wonderful minutes. (laughs) Yeah, I thought long movies were a thing of the future, but they had them back in the 80s, too. And you know, hour 40, I think, is reasonable. I think it's the the going rate. I think because I think uh, Star, uh, what the last Starfighter was around that much. Yeah, time. yeah, I think it's a good length for for a movie. Anything over two hours, like you better be good and include a bathroom break somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Let's go up to the lobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and have ourselves a snack. Oh, well, uh, so what did you think of it? Well, before getting into that, I figured we'd give little recap of what the movie was was about and i figured there's no better way of doing that than reading the text to the scrolling title as we're introduced to the book Rubanzai character at the beginning of the movie Rubanzai, born to an american mother and a japanese father thus began life as he was destined to live it going in several directions at once a brilliant neurosurgeon This restless man grew quickly dissatisfied with a life devoted solely to medicine. He roamed the planet studying martial arts and particle physics, collecting around (laughs) him a most eccentric group of friends, those hard-rocking scientists, the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Hell yeah! And now, with his astounding jet car ready for a bold assault on the dimensional barrier, Buckaroo Banzai faces the greatest challenge of his turbulent life. While high-flying above Earth, an alien spacecraft keeps a nervous watch on Team Bonsai's every move. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know what more, more you need. Uh, no, it's a great, it is a great just... It covers whoa. all bases of careers. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Buckaroo is a polymath. He's uh, almost annoyingly good at everything. He's a but good rocker, too. Man, yeah. he can jam on those chords. <laughs> Does a little bit of everything. So, and I think for me, that is part, you know, that's, that sets you up what you're in for. If, if that is, sounds too crazy for you, then, uh, you know, turn, turn off your, turn off the, the TV right now. Cause. Oh my um, gosh. It, it's so eighties. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just pours music, the friggin' the whole scenario, the scene, everything, the plot. Mm. I mean, he's good at every detail. So unlike The Last Starfighter, Buckaroo Banzai is a movie that I saw, you know, probably a little bit older than I wa- watched Last Starfighter. And I know that I m- watched it more than once. And I'd actually recently watched it within the last, like, four or five years. Really? So, I don't even remember watching this movie. Tell you the oh, truth. okay. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have the nostalgia factor because no, I'll, I'll be the no. first to admit I'm, I'm heavily biased here. It. You know, it oozes 80s cool to me. Yeah, it's like and, me with Last Starfighter. And, yeah, That's and how, how 
and how that they their their swagger and oh my god that end scene where they're all marching around to the music and the <laughs> abandoned dam or whatever. Uh, just that's the that's fantastic. the walk. That's they're, the Marvel walk, man. That's where they got it from. The <laughs> them, yeah, their their outfits and just how they're. Um, yeah, 80s gold. You're speechless. 80s, yeah, um, in, in a lot of ways. And uh, of course, there are some parts that, that don't hold up. Did it still feel cool or did it seem just really they're trying too hard and it just seems silly? Think, I think or, it was kind of silly that he filled all the roles. But it, it, then it made it so if you're a kid in that era, like we were, uh, you were like so fascinated. Like, wow, he's a rocker and he's a scientist. Oh, man, he's like he's you know, doing particle physics. He's the man, like he's totally, and he knows karate and he's got a cool team. Mm. I mean, what's cooler than the Hong Kong Cavaliers, man? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So, and the amount of uh, this thought that goes into design that like the Hong Kong Cavaliers had their own like emblem, yeah. you know, that was on this, this, the, the side of their clubhouse and on the side of their uh, uh, RV their band and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a groupie band. So the groupie van. <laughs> um, right. Uh, same with this race team. You know, they had the yeah, yeah. Booker Banzai special emblem on that. And and that's something yeah. that I appreciated is like they really did craft. He was kind of like world. Yeah, it, it's certainly part of the charm. Yeah, that, that he just had his whole organization. And then the oh, I forget what they're called. Essentially, all of his super fans that help out in a clutch and do, you know. Oh, like, yeah, oh. his teams. I don't remember. <laughs> Shit. That's like the one detail that damn yeah, AI, like I mean, the, that damn. <laughs> that your AI didn't, no, didn't pick up on. No, it's my intern, man. Come on. My intern <laughs> didn't pick it up. I'm going to have to talk to him or her or it. <laughs> Whichever yeah. one. Hopefully it doesn't get too uppity. Do you have any feel on, on how this uh, on how Buckaroo Bonsai and Adventures in the Eighth Dimension, how it affected, I guess, modern modern sci-fi. I mean, it it, it uh, definitely filled the voids of uh, you know with the aliens coming from another planet to uh, another dimension. Another di- were they from? <laughs> I thought they were in same space, difference. dude. <laughs> same difference. But they yeah. were in space. The the yeah. Jamaicans aliens were in space, man. <laughs> That's what he reminded me of. That that one. One alien that was kind of like, you know, hanging out with Buckaroo right. towards the end. Yeah. It was it's, so really, it's the, yeah. the, the black lectoids got, are the ones that got trapped away in the other dimension. Yeah. And then when Buckaroo Banzai did his cool opening trick of warping through the Solid mountain. Stone. Yeah, yeah, the mountain in his car. Yeah. Then the red lectoids were worried that the black baddies were going to get let out again. Which uh, had quite a cast, I mean. Right. Oh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd he, was in there. John Lithgow. Lithgow. Yeah, as essentially the 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 main uh, antagonist, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, as Goldblum. New Jersey. Man, he was so young. Surgeon. <laughs> he was so young. I don't know. Most of the Jeff Goldblum stuff I saw was about in the 80s. So yeah. That's, that is Jeff Goldblum to me. I, I, I Pretty much. Was Clancy Brown is straw hide. He's been in a ton, ton of stuff. Uh, even Buckaroo Banzai himself, you might know from... Was he... Ro- he was in RoboCop. RoboCop. Yes, yeah. RoboCop. Stop yes, or there me. will be trouble. We'll have to watch RoboCop at some point. Oh, Lord, Blast yeah. the past, we RoboCop. The, we can watch the rated X version now. Oh, Lord, adults. please, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not rated X for nudity. It's that violent. Really? You know, like, we... we 
we can't we can't do triple R. The only thing worse we can do is X. <laughs> but it's yeah. not the '80s version, man. Is it the renewed re? Is it like the no? One? It was. Is it the one that I remember? I bought a version of it for my brother on VHS. So oh, it, man. it's not a modern re. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Uh, it was re- pretty brutal for sure. Yeah, even though I thought like John Lithgow played his his baddie a little over the top. Of course, it's me, you fool. Who do you think? It was a good, fresh take on just a lunatic, evil scientist. I, I, I yeah, thought. he did go and, a little nuts. And it had some, yeah, but it had some really fun scenes. John, J-O-H-N. This better be collect, Doc. Uh, I bet if there's a blooper reel of him doing that stuff. Uh, but the, yeah, at the very beginning, like, laugh while you can, monkey boy, or whatever. <laughs> I, I can admit that, you know, when he was reliving the past using the weird little electric thing. Yeah. Uh, that inspired us as kids to take a nine volt battery and attach wires, one to our temple and one to our tongue. <laughs> oh my God. And so I can say that Bokuro Banzai is scientifically accurate. If you do that, you do see white flashes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. So that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. So it was all science after that. Yeah, on the trajectory. <laughs> but what do you think of music, like musicality-wise? I mean, it was not at, like it was not like Last Starfighter, where it was like with the big band, yeah, and the orchestral. It was totally like uh, symphonic. You know, uh, Beverly was... Hills Cop. You know the old like synthesizer stuff going. Yeah, on. yeah, it's definitely heavy on the synth. Again, the the scene at the end, if you made it that far, rolling credits, it's just an awesome little rock video. Essentially, I didn't make it that far. Oh lord, you are missing out. You're missing out. I'm checking YouTube. I'll it. force you though. I'll force you to, to watch it. But but then, so yeah, what at what point did it last you? What just what in general? Because I'm just getting. I'm assuming I'm getting this vibe from you that you you didn't enjoy it, right? It, it, it felt too kitschy. I mean, or... I didn't mind it. It was it's definitely one of those like uh, movies that I wouldn't uh, want to watch again. Let's just say that. I mean, I don't know. It's just something about it I didn't like. Just the fact that he could do everything, and then what was his love interest? Was that her name Penny or something? See, I, I like, like that because a lot of the movies, the main character can do everything anyways. Yeah, that's right. True. They just leaned into it. They're like, yeah. look, we're, we're going to be straight from the beginning. He's just going to be good at everything. Yeah. Uh, even with that, he still has his trials and failures and not everything goes right. It goes according to plan. Right. So right. it's not like he's But that always... kind of turned me off. So that kind of, you know, I, I don't know. That's That was the thing for me. And then the woman with the, his love interest was, I think her name was Penny. Yeah, yeah, Penny was, Pretty. She, yeah, she was just like, but then again, it is the '80s, but she was kind of like just. Oh yeah, but in terms of does it, it hold up? No, the female character no. is really just a sobbing, emotional wreck that's just there you to know, be, be essentially a side MacGuffin for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was princess in distress. Yeah, and, it was. And it was much, uh, and super shallow because it's like, hey, you look like you're the twin. Of a woman I love, so you'll do. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. really see, just see what I mean. It's kind of like, uh, right. it's kind of uh, like a little static for me for that. I think that was yeah, that part for, for yeah. Me. That's that, and, and then just the whole scene of I know it's we're in the middle of a rock concert, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna stop what we're doing and put a spotlight on you. 
It's one thing if you stopped the rock concert and like took her to the side and hey, what's wrong? And yeah. do you need help? But he totally freaking in, hung her out to try to. Yeah. So someone's bad. in emotional distress. Don't put a spotlight on them. A literal spotlight in the middle of a rock concert. Hey, let's stop everything, doing. everybody. Yeah. Her attempt at suicide is all on you, Buckaroo. <laughs> all on you. All on you Some fucked up shit. Hey, he's good at everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm good at pushing people to suicide. <laughs> I know I'm good. I have a doctor in the back. But other than that, I mean, there was a bit of. But I enjoyed, like, you know, like, uh, what, Christopher Lloyd's character. I thought it was. He was. Pretty funny. Playing John Big Bootay. Yeah, just like the little, yeah, those little things that you pick up with the with the actors. It's like, oh, man. Okay, my guy. He's super, he looks really young, and it's like you're getting, you're getting that. Oh, yeah, because you went into it not knowing probably the cast I didn't character. Know. So, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, oh, my God, that's, yeah, totally, man. Totally. That's Jeff Goldblum. It's, look well, that's Jeff Goldblum. Who doesn't know Jeff Goldblum, right? Yeah. You can spot him. Oh, that's true, but Lloyd's definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, since he plays essentially one character. Yeah, so he's that, pretty one-dimensional, for I'm, sure. I'm smart. Yeah. mumbling smart guy but everybody likes him come on yeah I'm, hey if i don't but, disagree with that yeah i think that was that was uh but other than that those little things uh it was it was a good like popcorn movie just you know for sci-fi wise uh, I thought it had some really cool ideas in it. You know, dimensional traveling is is cool. The the spaceships being kind of more organic yeah. and, and cell shell shaped. Yeah, I thought really really stood out. Yeah, I mean they 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 did it. They only had seventeen million for the budget to do the movie. I'm trying so to remember. They really, they really stretched it out. <laughs> sounds like a lot. But to, you know what? To me, the, the makeup was great. Like I love the the monsters, like the the aliens. I thought they were. Yeah, I thought the makeup looked really, really well done. And that's the thing. Like, in the 80s, the makeup, like, because it wasn't, like, a green screen or, you know, Yeah, CGI. they didn't have the crutch. So, it they're, was, like, there's no yeah. fixing it in post. It's, like, we make this thing look good now. Yeah, or, and I thought, you know, it yeah, it was a little basic. But still, they looked really cool. They looked like bugs, and they, it was kind of neat. I, I enjoyed mm. that that aspect of it. Yeah, I, I respect the, the premise that. of, like, oh, I... I get zapped, so then the bacteria that tricks me into thinking that they look human is now gone. It was pretty, <laughs> was pretty weak. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, it's I like, did. oh, why? Then he's why like zapping people with his touch. Like that. No, that's fine. But it's like, oh, it doesn't make doesn't explain why the president seeing the aliens through the TV would see them as humans. It's like, no, the you haven't been in contact with them for their bacteria yeah. to make you think that they look human. Again, just one of those little plot holes that I was like, ah, oh, uh, you made me think. And I like this a little bit less now. No, it wasn't that. No way. You um, love this movie. But in terms of, I guess, uh, I guess diversity and stuff like that, you could argue Buckaroo's whitewashed if he really is. Yeah. Japanese father, American. I was like, well, no, you, I, you don't no. look Japanese whatsoever. Don't get me wrong. Peter Weller, I couldn't imagine anyone else in, in this part. He he is Buckaroo Banzai at, at this point. But, right, right, right. Uh, just in terms it's like of... like Marty McFly with, you know. Uh, of that. Though... For the most part, I thought, Fox. you know, the Hong Kong Cavaliers were pretty diverse. They had yeah. at least a, someone of Hispanic descent in there. They had, a, they had an Asian they, scientist. Right, right. I don't know if he was he was part of the Cavaliers. He wasn't? I he thought was he part, was. He was. He wasn't a Cavalier? 
I don't know. Uh, for me, the Cavaliers, you need a he rock. Wasn't cool, he wasn't cool enough. Oh, well. <laughs> did New Jersey play any instruments? No. He didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't rocking, man. Sorry. Right, can't Professor be part of the Hikata. Cavaliers. Sorry, Professor man. Hikata, you're back on the team. <laughs> carry our luggage uh, and i don't know how to unfold the jamaican stereotypes dude right? it was yeah i it thought was, it was hilarious it was it's endearing i'm like face, i'm like kid. face palming right but now. i'm like is this cringe or is this kind of cool like why not why oh, not man. have aliens it was over the top dude Rastafari it was over the top come on it, it does make me yeah what creative choices went into this um, but it, back then, it wasn't a thing. You know? It was just... This, I'm like, I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's not like bad Jamaican stereotypes in these characters. It's just like, oh, the aliens, hey, when we go on Earth, we're going to act Jamaican. That's our cover, <laughs> right? Like, I guess. So what? Big deal. Okay, man. <laughs> right? Again, it makes I... sense to some extent. It's like, hey, if a Jamaican guy knocked on your door and was acting a little weird, would you think, oh, it's an alien or this Jamaican guy is weird? It's Well, that, it's that, would, fall, that would definitely fall into the stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's not an alien. He's not an oh, alien. Oh, me out of my hole. What do you, what do you think? Was it, so was it, was it weird that the... It was, it was a Jamaican? little weird, but I get it. They wanted to make it different and be like, oh, well, he's just, you know, he's smoking the... You know, he's whatever. I don't want to fall into that trap either. It was only the red lectoids were the Jamaican, and the black lectoids were just whatever. Christopher Lloyd looking. (laughs) White guys. (laughs) White guys. Yeah. The bad guys. So at least they didn't make the black lectoids black. So right? you know, you they stayed away from that. We'll give him points there. (laughs) We'll give some points there. (laughs) But. but anyway, it's, we're, we're in the 80s. We're in the 80s. Right. You got to have no. that mentality. Like, well, no. I mean, the, the question is, would it hold up by today's standards? So, yes. Um, you know, I can I be I can be forgiving of some of the, the graphics and, and stuff like that. But that's right. essentially the, the question. And, you know, at least... For the, a sci-fi story, I think it's it was not pretty, a bad story. It was story, relatively yeah. diverse. Yeah. It definitely falls flat on face with penny P- pretty's character that was <laughs> oh, out- outrageous what do you want from me yeah, um, there's little, there's really not a lot like that a, little track young, and the, yeah it was like oh my god for a young budding female sci-fi enthusiast buckaroo bonsai i don't nope. think there's a lot there <laughs> in terms of no, characters to look up for unless you're talking about like the head of the red lectoids being a female queen or something. Was she very beautiful? Yeah, it's uh but anyway, like I said, it's the 80s. That's how it went back then. And it was just sci-fi was really pouring on the screen too. Like Star Wars, I think, and like Flash Gordon and what Tron, Last Starfighter really uh, just poured it on like sci-fi to the screen, I think. Made some different stories. And yeah, has it really been intentional that we've picked a lot of stuff from like 83, 84, 80, no, 85? Dude, I but, just, I'm just like, um, this is this looks old to me. But it it's is really interesting, yeah. I mean, and it, it's boom, there it is. It's a really fun time in, in sci-fi. Yeah, it's and a really got, fun time in sci-fi. Yeah. It's, it's, you can tell that the genre is picking up steam. And I don't want to go like ahead uh, too far like, you know, Aliens 2 and go into like, 
Return of, uh, Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back or whatever. I want to kind of like sit here for a little bit, grab some old <laughs> movies that I'm sure most people have seen and have forgotten. And it's like, mm. we're just talking about it. Yeah, we might not go into who's the director and, you know, all these things, but we're just having fun, like, uh, just going through the movie, what we thought of it, and it's if it's a good movie for this, you know, sci-fi enthusiast to watch, you know, we'll recommend it. And I know you like it. I'm indifferent. Yeah, it's fun. Again, it, it doesn't pass. Don't be mean. My... We don't have to be mean. My hardcore sci-fi test and that, oh, you know, was it a parable for things that are going on in our lives. Did it, yeah. did it make me look at our culture or society yeah. or how we interact with technology different? No, no, not really. No matter where you go, there you are. But I, I do think that, you know, one of the things that Buckaroo's I did in terms of pushing the envelope for sci-fi is bringing this kind of eclectic, oh, you can be, you know, you can have a sci-fi movie and not, and you can still have a rock band in there and you can right and also you, you it's can not, do some car racing and you so yeah and it's uh, not like space like oh you're aliens out in outer space no we're in another dimension like it's a different style of yeah i thought yeah that's what because i kind of i fell into that where hey it's you're aliens from no you're like evil you're from the eighth dimension no this from another dimension and it, it kind of when you're in a sci-fi, you know, most movies follow that trend where, hey, they're aliens from another planet or from mm. another universe and not, like, another dimension itself. And that's yep. what he did. He traveled a dimension. So. Right off the bat. Um, right in the fi first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, more, <laughs> more or less. But I like that. I like the hardcore uh, sci-fi meter thing that you uh, brought up. I think we've been kind of doing that with these blasts from the past by comparing it to... Honestly, I do it with all, all sci-fi. Like, even the arc, you know? It's like, oh, hey, yeah. there's some potential to do some cool storytelling in terms of leadership and, yeah. and hiding your past. But again, it's like, well, hoping that it, it goes a little further than that, which, you know, Buckaroo didn't... The, it definitely has the potential to. And there is a Buckaroo Banzai uh, book. They never made the, the follow-up movie as they as they promised. Yeah, the, uh, what it was, un unfortunately. Against the World Crime League? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it was just, just a couple of years ago, maybe a little longer than that. There is a Buckaroo Bonsai book that I'll probably check out. Is it not? Is it not Audible? It must be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to send you the link. Or, oh. Do you have it? Do, do, do you have Audible? Or I, I do. Have there's Audible. a bunch of different yeah. ones like that. So, if you're so so, what do you think? So Would you recommend it? Do I think it's for? Yeah. Again, I have to say it. This is still popcorn level flick. Yeah. Uh, I, again. If you're in love with the 80s, this is this is quintessential 80s cool to yeah. me. Yeah. And so on that, I would say, yeah, watch it. Right. But again, if you're looking for that thought-provoking sci-fi that's going to maybe change how you look at the world. Nope. No. Un and I think not. the 80s didn't have that many. <laughs> Seriously, I don't think they had that many sci-fis that like, made you think like, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. we'll, be on the, we'll be on the lookout. <laughs> Definitely in the 90s. Oh, uh, I guess Space Odyssey, and that's even anyways. But like I said, we're making our way through the old stuff and trying to find the ones that we kind of think that people would be interested in. And Buckaroo came on the list. Yeah, so I had mentioned into. it and yeah. you'd suggested it, and then we then we pulled the trigger. So, yep. Love that editor. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, as we uh, sign off, just uh, again, if you like what you heard, spread the word. Tell a friend, tell a co-worker. Again, a lot of people Slap like to... Slap that like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, remember, this is your other host, Jared. And I'm your host, Eric. Saying it's not the destination. It's the journey. Bye. Bye.